Okay, hello, hello, Tyler Bryden here. I hope everything is going well. Uh, this is a video uh, about first impressions on the Shure MV7 uh, microphone. Uh, I'm going to link some videos that are like, you know, full in-depth reviews with fancy shots and lots of analysis and maybe even a score at the end. This is not it. This is my first impression based off uh, a search that I did um, in need of a new microphone and ending on um, this one in particular. And I'll share the reasons why I bought this microphone, why I made that switch, and hopefully give you some insights along the way is maybe you're researching trying to select the microphone that's best for your needs um i'm you know I, i've loved audio i've loved music for a long time i've had a microphone i think since i was 13 years old and so i hope that there is uh some good perspective here um for you and so first of all i'll start with why i'm switching and uh i realized you know, this is a, a great uh, microphone, and this actually might have been uh, my own doing here, which is like, uh, it's been around for a long time. I've had it for five plus years, probably. Uh, at, one K, at one point, um, it had, uh, so this is the Blue Yeti Pro, um, it had a, a little bit of a drop, and I, I felt that the sensitivity level on it had struggled um, since then, but overall, the settings were amazing. The fact that you could do USB and XLR are huge um, uh, uh, advantages for myself, and so I repeated that with this Shure MV7 uh, microphone. What I found, uh, a couple things, just quickly why I moved on from this microphone, and I do have it on a, a stand back here. You can't quite see it, but it, uh, it, it that stand was required because it was super sensitive, and say there was any movement on desk or a keyboard or whatever, it would peak the microphone, uh, be horrible for anyone listening. And so sort of struggled with that. And uh, the other piece is that, and this may not be a fault of its own, the phantom power. So this required phantom power. Uh, it was a condenser microphone, which was great because you could, you know, really, I could ratchet up the volume and it could be super sensitive and you could change the patterns. But what I was finding is I would uh, turn off the microphone or whatever, I'd do a radio, set these volumes, you know, beautifully, be really happy with it. And then uh, I would come back the next day, turn on the system, microphone, and either the volume would be super, super low or it would be uh, really, really high. And I would just be like, why is this happening? Why am I needing to reset the volume every single time? And then it started to get worse to the point where um, not only did it... Uh, um, not only did it uh, do that when I was sort of like setting up the system for the time, it would actually do it when uh, I was um, mid recording. And so I would start out at a certain level. And then all of a sudden, I would look over on OBS, open broadcaster software, which is what I'm using to record these videos. And I would see like, wow, it is either again, incredibly low, or it's just red the whole time peaking. And if you've been watching any of the videos on YouTube, uh, you've maybe seen the experience where you've seen volume, uh, you know, differences throughout the video. If it was bad enough, I would actually throw it in Premiere Pro, level out those volumes and maybe even do a vocal enhancer or anything. But it was getting to the point where it was super frustrating, especially when it was peaking and I would actually lose sort of entire important parts of videos, um, uh, that were basically unusable. There was no repairing it at that point. So I really wanted to avoid that inconsistency and start to capture uh, clean audio that at least if I sound like an idiot or whatever, uh, I can clean it up, whereas it's not clipping completely, damaging that audio and there's no um, repair. So 
that's why that shift was made. I moved on to, uh, the, you know, this microphone. First of all, I think it looks great. So that's uh, a plus with the actual um, uh, microphone as a whole. I believe in a lot of sort of podcasts that we're seeing, we're using um, an upgraded uh, version of this. I should have the exact uh, microphone. I do have this one uh, linked on Amazon. And basically this one, just you know, as a reference, about 320. Um, overall, I ended up getting the black one with the tripod. So added another 30 bucks. I think that tripod is worth it. Um, this hand, you know, you know, the swivel uh, mount studio microphone boom arm would be a worthwhile investment depending on, you know, what you're doing with it. And then I got the tripod because um, not this one specifically, but the tripod that came with it which seems to be pretty good. Uh, it looks nice anyways and consistent with the brand um, because I am planning on doing some traveling. I want to be able to not have to, you know, lug a big uh, tripod arm around. I want to be able to set it up nicely, start recording right away. And so that was a huge priority. So from a, um, a you know, perspective of traveling, uh, this microphone made a lot of sense, especially along with that USB XLR uh, combination that allowed me to do um, the interface, if I have it, which I do have an interface sitting beside me here, that's what I was using to run the Blue Yeti Pro and was required because it had phantom power. And then, but if I'm, you know, I'm on my laptop, I'm traveling, uh, I still want to continue this content creation journey. Uh, it's nice to be able to pop this up on a small tripod, record right away, keep it nice and compact, not have to add. To me, I have a big audio interface, so I would need to stack like a Focusrite Scarlett 2i2 or something. It just adds a little bit more, um, you know, uh, requirements for storage and space, a little bit of weight uh, if you're traveling and I wanted to avoid that. I'm currently using the USB here right now uh, and you can see, I think, that the quality is quite nice. To me, it's capturing my voice in a very natural way, whether natural is pleasing to your ears or not. That's another story, but overall, I feel like it's capturing it accurately. It it's a dynamic cardioid microphone, so it is a bit different than the microphone that I had. You are needing to speak very closely to it, and I... Um you know, I'm experiencing that as I'm going back and forth trying to monitor it. You can see me sort of looking. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm almost nervous, uh, you know, in, in this. This is my sort of first video that I'm recording. Am I going too close? Am I going too far? Uh, I feel like I'm a lot closer uh, to the uh, to the actual webcam in this video that I have been in past videos. And maybe that's even almost a little bit uncomfortable uh, for you uh, watching it. So I'm cognizant of that. I do have the ability to hook it into, um, you know, a mic stand if I want. So that's another plus. And I may do that depending on feedback, video, whatever, any way that that turns out. So another thing for me to consider and for you to consider is where do you want your microphone mounted? Where do you feel most comfortable? Where do you think the best uh, output uh, for your video is, those are all good things to consider when buying a microphone. Um, overall, pretty feel pretty good uh, about it. Now, there is one thing, as I just said, pretty good uh, that you may be encountering. I'm not monitoring, uh, but uh, there is some reports that sort of plosives are, are not being blocked um, with this microphone. I'm having that experience right now. There is um, a guard on it. It does not seem like that guard is thick enough. And as I'm, you know, hitting with heavy peas, uh, you can maybe hear a little bit of a pop. That can be, uh, you know, uh, annoying to the ear, it can be a problem. And with the previous videos, if you look, I've got the Blue Yeti Pro, I've got a pop filter on that microphone and that avoided it. One thing that I was really happy with is that that pop filter was basically eradicating all um, of those pops. Uh, and so there are some videos on here where people had to basically buy a new um, 
sort of pop filter to put on top of the microphone that was not the you know inherent perfect fit and so the one that you know comes with it seems like it's a little weak and so that's some of the, my experience already as i tested around and played with the microphone so uh, a couple of things that I, I think are positive. I love the uh, headphone um, input to monitor the voice and sound levels. So I've got my headphones right here. Sorry, I went away for a bit. Now I can hear the way that I'm talking, what I sound like if I, pop, pop, sorry, pop, pop, pop. But now I can hear this. I can monitor in real time. I, I don't like the look necessarily of uh, the headphones on my head in this video. That's why I pull them off. But for me to monitor, hear my voice, make sure that I'm not sounding like an idiot. That's a really positive thing. And I can play uh, the I can play back through the computer as well too. So generally, my headphones are stretched way over uh, on the desktop that I have. You can't see it. One day I'll get better at editing. I swear I'll take like a video of that. Uh, and uh, you know, it's stretched all the way over here. Now it's sitting right here. I can play back through that. Um, definitely a, a plus to this microphone that I'm super happy with. So uh, the monitoring is great. There is. Uh, uh, you can see in some of the images uh, here, if I can uh, pull one up, there's like this sort of touch screen I'll, I'll do there, which is, you know, as a person who's been buying microphones for a long time, the idea of like a touch screen uh, on a microphone seems unnecessary. It's super nice. Uh, it's cool. You can actually set up um, the uh, basically like live sort of monitoring of that. So you can see, I don't know if that's practical yet, but like if I'm peeking, um, I can actually see that directly uh, in the microphone uh, itself. And then there's ways to increase the volume and it's all touch responsive. So not using it uh, too much. That's not for the XLR. That is only for the USB, which I'm currently using. The other thing that I think is important to touch on and uh, is basically there is this software. And this is the Sure Plus mode of software. Um, it allows you to both manually and automatically adjust um, your microphone. And so you can see here it is to me, it runs quiet. So I've got it, you know, fully up uh, about as loud as it can be. And I'm, you know, I'm not sure yet if that's having a super, you know, positive or not positive, it won't be a negative impact on the sound quality. Sometimes if you turn up mic gain, you can start to capture a lot of background noise and maybe creates a buzz. I'm not hearing that right now, but it is something that uh, I've experienced with other microphones. So continue to monitor that. There is a way to monitor the mix versus the microphone. You can EQ it. Uh, it's probably not gonna make too much of a change here. I'm not sure if you're hearing uh, any of that. I'm gonna keep it uh, flat. And then I've also can do a limiter and a compressor. And as I sort of talked about, both of these, uh, one of the biggest problems I have with the Blue Yeti Pro, which is not necessarily a problem with the microphone, is I'm very, uh, uh, making, feels like a compliment, a dynamic speaker. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I go up and down in volume a lot, uh, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. So uh, to have a limiter that I can print directly on the microphone, a compressor uh, right on the microphone, fantastic. Um, I am trying to avoid as much post-processing as possible. I'm not editing these videos, at least in this current iteration of my life. I hope that I can do that uh, soon or hire an editor who can do a much better job than I can. So that is on sort of the menu. And uh, you can see uh, that live meter, as I talked about, and then there's also, you know, everyone wants to add night mode on, on everything. And so it's here. Uh, I'll jump back to this audio level, you can see a change was just made. Um, and I've got uh, basically a couple presets that are there. Um, sorry, on this auto level, basically you got can go near or you can go far, you can change the tone. Uh, you can see, you can probably hear those changes, it takes a second to click in, it's almost a little pop 
there you go. And But I'm going to go back to what I think is a good manual. Applying that preset, pretty smooth, pretty clean, pretty easy. Uh, there is, uh, you know, a couple other things, just, you know, user guides does have good documentation. Sure is a really, you know, respected brand in audio quality. So I can't, I don't have anything to say about that. I'm using OBS. I've got a, still another gain of about 2.0, uh, on this. I just clipped a bit, so I'm still uh, getting a hang of it and trying to set up the audio, the exact, uh, way that I, uh, you know, that I, I, I need for these videos. So I apologize. I'll hopefully continue to refine this and get better. And, uh, you know, again, uh, keep the distance as I learn the microphone and sort of the sound profile of it. Whereas I had a lot of range on the Blue Yeti Pro, um, to sort of maneuver all around, uh, which could be bad and trains go by or Tasia barks in the background challenges with that. So I think this is, I mean, I'm already at 12 minutes on, a um, on the Blue Yeti Pro, or, sorry, on, on, on not derailing the Blue Yeti Pro, but switching from the Blue Yeti Pro to the MV7, I did notice uh, just a couple points that I'm not experiencing as much, but uh, I have seen a lot of the complaints on Amazon across the web wall. I mean, overall, super positive, uh, and was one of the reasons why I moved forward. A lot of people did not like the, uh, basically like the micro USB. Uh, and so you can see a couple of ones with a few flaws, micro USB Y, um, you know, people are concerned about that, the stability of it. Definitely, um, you know, definitely not ideal, has not impacted me yet. And I don't have any stress on the microphone in my setup. I hope to not put any stress on the microphone. So I don't think that's an issue that I might run into, but it definitely seems like that is something worthwhile uh, to consider if you um, do care about it. So uh, a couple other things, I think if you are, you know, do have an XLR interface, you don't care about USB. That was another piece of the feedback that I see and also think uh, is that, um, you know, it might just be best. There's other options here. I'll pull that uh, other uh, sure cam, sure microphone up, uh, which a lot of people use. Uh, but um, there are some, if you're going to that price point, uh, let me see if I can find it here quickly. It's like 519. There we go. That is the SM7B. I'll link this. That's 519. You're jumping up. I think some of the feedback was great microphone. It seems like these are the ones that are used in a lot of podcasts. Uh, but if you have that much money, that there are some other options uh, that you can do. So I'm not going to touch in it on the video. But if you're looking for XLR and you're thinking, uh, should I jump up? This may be a viable option. I'll link this here as well too. Both of these, uh, I have never used this before, but like Amazon uh, associates or affiliates, uh, if you are are watching this video you find it helpful and you want to purchase through the link that i share i think that would be cool i think i get a little bit of money from that so that would be a great way i am not really uh, diving too deep into uh, affiliates or anything yet but it's um you know a product that i believe in love sharing information on microphones glad to have a new one here testing it out hopefully you found some uh, value from this video I'll be keeping updates just in case anything else pops up or I end up returning it or whatever. Uh, I will uh, I'll keep you updated. This has been uh, Tyler Bright talking about the Shure MV7. This is my microphone. This is my first impressions on it. This is not a full review, but overall, you know, super happy with the purchase. Excited to continue testing it and will, you know, do some different experimentations with sound profiles, where I place it in the room. Do I need that pop filter? All those things and we'll report back. So thank you so much for checking this out. Tyler Bright, hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye-bye.